Okie dokie, folkies. This is Matt, and uh, I'm here to tell you about this episode today. It's a bonus episode, the way I see it. And additionally, let me tell you this. We have another bonus episode coming out on Saturday of this week. We're in the middle of changing our schedule around just a little bit to shift our Monday episode. We're going to try that on Wednesdays for a little while because it's a lot... It's, it can be really difficult getting everything sorted for the weekend, so we think Wednesday will be a better day for that. But to tide you over, we're going to do this episode today and another bonus one on Saturday. Then the big show will be out on Wednesday. Now, what we're going to listen to today is episode number one of Free Sex Podcast with Candace and Katie. If you heard them on our show a couple of weeks ago, you can go back and listen to that interview if you like. But they have their podcast. It is launched. It is live. Their website is called freesexpod.com, but it's also on our website under the podcast section. Uh, They have a great point of view. They're very talented communicators. They know what they're doing. They're comfortable in their skin, and they do a great job, and we're thrilled to be able to uh, help them Uh, release their show to work on their podcast. Uh, They're part of our team is the way we see it, and we're glad to have more voices than just Toby and Joey and I because, I mean, that that should be pretty obvious why it's good to have a a little bit more diversity than the three of us. So in the future, hopefully we can have even more diverse voices and speak to more people. So yes, these are women. Yes, they're Christian women. Yes, they're married. Um, And perhaps that's primarily who they're talking to uh, in their show, people that are like them, and that's okay. That's just what they know and what they want to talk about. Everybody's welcome to listen. It's okay if men listen. It's okay if single people listen. Uh, Because if something is interesting and it's entertaining and it's true, then it's worth giving a shot to. It's worth sharing. It's worth uh, believing in, whatever, you know, something like that at least. Especially with sex, because here's the thing. Sex is like ultra saturated in our Maybe pretty much everything that we consume, except for the taboo place that we don't talk about it is with people that we actually know, people that we trust, people that we're mildly, remotely, or even very close to, and the people that we say are the most important, which would be our uh, close community relationships, our church relationships. This is where people are not talking about sex. So we're only getting it from the general uh, media. And we have more specific thoughts than that as Christians. We have more specific experience to share. So what message does that send? It reinforces the taboo and it creates more uh, shame and guilt and uh, discourages freedom and makes Christianity look more and more irrelevant when it's not. There's plenty of things to talk, to say about sex and marriage from a Christian point of view. So thank you, Katie and Candice, for being sticking your necks out there and doing it. And I mean, hey, we're we're female positive here, at bad Christian. We ain't, ain't no glass ceiling in our in our organization. Y'all go for it. We're we're behind you. We support you. We're excited to see what you say, and we'll back you up. And we're asking you guys to back them up as well. Support this type of thinking and this type of exploration of media and stuff. So there's tons of things you can do if you're interested or like this episode or these girls at all. Subscribe to the thing, like their Facebook, welcome them into our uh, community. Just let's let's talk with them on Facebook and messages and hear from them. And, and like I said, they're part of the team. Welcome, Candace and Katie. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, episode number one here is about sex after having kids. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, here's the cool thing. Episode two is also out now. So as soon as you get done with episode one, if you like it, 
then go straight to badchristian.com, go to the podcast, or go to freesexpod.com and subscribe and download episode two. Episode two is about the female orgasm. Also, very self-explanatory title. I need not and have no business going into that any further. You can get that from them. But please, listen to these shows, download them, and more than anything, what we're supporting here is open communication, new ideas, more truth, more problem-solving, more helping and loving other people through this whatever digital communication media, whatever you want to call it. So I hope you enjoy it. Free Sex Podcast, episode number one. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Free Sex Podcast with Katie and Candice. Um, we are so excited to be here to talk to you about the things we're learning about sex. Yeah, and we before we jump into the first episode, we wanted to say thank you so much for your support, this warm welcome that we had this week after doing the BC podcast. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, we got to number 19, actually, I believe, on the charts, which... I mean, for us, that, it, that we, yeah. we were completely floored. And that's because of you guys and because of the Bad Christian Dudes. Thanks for having us on. Um, so if you guys like what you hear today, mm-hmm. uh, please leave us a review. Mm-hmm. On uh, iTunes. On iTunes. It really, it actually really does help us out. Um, it, not only is it encouraging, yeah. which we need, but it also, um, it kind of lets us know where we're going and maybe where, where the people who are listening would mm-hmm. like it to go. So it really just, it helps us out. Another way you can support us is by going to our website, freesexpod.com, and there's a contribute button. So we are asking for listeners to contribute. Um, we need mics, we need mixers, and we need a laptop so we can edit everything. And we just want your help if yeah. you can. So if you can go there and you can contribute one time or multiple times monthly, even if it's a buck a month, that would be super helpful. Also, another way that you guys can contribute is by going to our um, our Amazon affiliate link that's on our page yeah it's on our page and um every single thing that you buy through our link uh we will have a teensy little bit of a commission but like like we said before everything really does add up um so whether you're buying uh sex toys or sex books or diapers and remote control cars i mean really anything yep so um yeah if you're gonna shop on amazon anyways we truly appreciate that yeah if you're gonna pay that money anyways (laughs) we wouldn't mind that'd be awesome well we really hope you enjoy this show today it's our first one back so it's a little bit dicey but you know what it's fun and just we hope you enjoy the conversation absolutely and remember the best sex is free hello Welcome to the Free Sex Podcast. We believe that the safest relationships are filled with grace. Grace for the past, present, and what's to come. Thanks for tuning in as we aim to change the conversation about sex by cultivating confidence and grace. We're not sex experts, and the content in our podcast is not intended as advice. We're more like those friends that always talk about sex and ask a lot of questions. The ones that don't shy away from awkward conversation, but dive in headfirst. So come hang out and join the conversation. Send your questions and comments to hello at freesexpod.com and connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. Is your sex drive low or non-existent after having kids? Maybe you don't feel sexy or maybe you're never in the mood. I know that that applies to me mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit mm-hmm. since having children. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. Welcome back. This is Free Sex with... Katie and Candace. Those are our real names. Yeah, <laughs> we're back, loud and proud. Uh-huh. And we're here to talk to you about sex. Uh-huh. And we used to be Noodle and Marie because uh-huh. we were scared to be who we really are. Yeah, yeah, we were, and we were nervous that yeah. Well, the backstory is our our husbands used to work for a church, and um, oh yeah, we would have gotten them fired. We might have gotten them fired mm-hmm. if. 
it came out that their wives were doing having sex a sex podcast. podcast. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it would have been fine, but I got kind of nervous about it. Yeah, we got nervous about it. If it wasn't fine, I mean, I think for sure somebody would have talked to them, maybe a superior or something about, you know, inappropriate content, which is crazy. It's not inappropriate. It's real. Yeah. We have to have these conversations. And if you don't have conversations with the people that you trust and the whole world, apparently, <laughs> In our then case. who's going to talk about it with you? But really, who is going to talk about yeah. it with you? So that's why we're here. Join us. Yeah. Listen in. And if you have any comments shoot them our way yep you can always email hello at freesexpod.com freesexpod you can also find us on what twitter uh, twitter and facebook. facebook and probably instagram yeah. too instagram instagram <laughs> no no scratch instagram <laughs> periscope <laughs> so the question today is how is your sex life after having kids and is there anything we can do to make it better so the issues are, well, not for everybody, but for a lot of people. Yeah. What are the stats, Kate? Um, so the stats that we were that I had read on, I believe, parenting was twenty um, percent of women don't have, or twenty percent of women have little to no sex drive um, three months after three months after having a baby. Uh, it says twenty one percent lost um, complete desire of sexual activity or I mean desire to have sex um I was actually reading a book Mm -hmm. it is called sex after by Iris Krasno Krasno um it's really good it just basically it talks about um how sex and how intimacy changes when life changes and she has a chapter on sex after baby and uh she has an interview with a woman Oh, it was her gynecologist. And her gynecologist says that 95% of her patients, 95% of her patients don't mm-hmm. feel like having sex at the six-week mark, which the six-week mark is when all doctors when all doctors usually tell their patients that it's safe and that yeah. they're good to go. Yeah. Which means only 5% of women are like, yeah. oh, yeah, three more days, baby, two more days, baby, one, baby. <laughs> ah, let's do it! <laughs> Where most women are like, oh, shit, five more days. Yeah. Oh, four more days, he's going to want to have sex. <laughs> You're, like, nervous about it? <laughs> yeah, that was me for many reasons that we're going to dive into. But yeah. holy cow, I know, I was not ready after any of my kids. Right. And I had four. Yeah. I don't think I was either. I mean, six weeks, you're still sore. Mm -hmm. You're still like, it kind of feels like there's pressure in your vagina. Like it's going to fall out sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That pressure. You still kind of pee your pants. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, maybe. I don't know. Oh, one time. You do. I peed my pants because the water started running and it was right after I had the baby. And the water starts running on the sink and I started, I could not hold in my pee. And your pee was like, oh, I'm joining. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. No, I, I did. I did. After each kid. And I might still sometimes when I do jumping jacks. <laughs> but really. Are we talking about pee? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we'll touch, we can touch on that too. I mean, yeah. Kegels are our friends. Even yes. though it's really hard to remember to do them. Yeah. But the nice thing about those is that you can do them anytime. Kegels. And right no now. one has to know. I'm doing them, I'm doing them right now. Do it right I'm now. Here. Seriously, let's do it right now. Okay, okay, through the whole show. So tell me, do you know how to describe a Kegel to someone that doesn't know what it is? Um, what I would say, I don't know if it's correct, mm-hmm. but what has you know been explained to me is that um, like 
it's the muscle that you use to like when you're peeing mm-hmm. and when you you know stop the stream mm-hmm. midstream. Okay. So it's like it's like a muscle that you kind of squeeze up there in the pelvic floor. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty much like pretend you're peeing. Right. Pretend you want to stop, uh-huh. even though you have to, you know, you have to, you still have more pee. Okay. And that's a Kegel. So, and then there's, I think there's different ways to do it. I remember my doula basically guiding us through Kegel exercises during childbirth classes. Nice. And she was saying that you, you hold it in. So there's a couple different ways. You can do like pulses where you squeeze and then relax. Yeah. Squeeze. Re- okay. Let's try that one. Ready? Okay. Squeeze. squeeze and relax. Well, it's squeeze. kind of hard to hold them. And know? relax. Yeah. Like, and then the other one is to hold it. And then keep squeezing it, and then because it that keeps releasing, control. even though you're trying to hold it. Yeah, that's the that's the problem I have. It's just like it wants to release. Okay, everybody, try it. Squeeze. Squeeze. Apparently, guys can do kegel exercises too. Really? I don't know. I think I heard it <laughs> no, no, somewhere. No. Well, I guess if they can stop peeing midstream. <laughs> oh yeah, but I feel like then, that might be dangerous <laughs> for guys. Yeah, yeah. Don't kegel. I don't know. That doesn't sound healthy. Take. Take what we say as advice or suggestions or not. Yeah. But know that you're doing it at your own risk because we're not healthcare professionals. We're yeah. just some girls looking into this for ourselves. <laughs> Trying to get a tight vagina. <laughs> Project tight vagina. <laughs> Up top. High five. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. At six weeks, I personally did not have any desire for sex. I mean... I like being intimate and I wanted, I did m- miss feeling the intimacy of having sex and being close to the husband, you yeah. know, but the, it was like, eh, be careful, yeah, you know, totally. like, and I, I actually bled for way longer than six weeks too. So I, I, we had to wait a little yeah, bit longer. Yeah, healing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and if you have stitches, it's going to be even harder. It is harder. I, I had stitches after I think it was my, well after several of them, but it was after the second one that I don't know if it was like stitched up a little off. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Ew. it seems like there was a little more scar tissue than, yeah. than what it should have been. Yeah. So it always felt like there's this place that was always hitting and always rubbing raw and it mm-hmm. was really uncomfortable. I mean, did, did you ever hear about those doctors that would do that extra stitch on a girl and like wink at the husband and be like, you're welcome. <laughs> Is that real? I don't know. I heard a story about it. I don't know if they used to do that a long time ago, uh-huh. like in the nineties or the eighties. Or if, I mean, I I doubt they do it now. I mean, there's like half of me says awesome, stitch me up, and then half of me says no, that really yeah. be painful. That's messed messing. up. That is so messed it's up. It's messing with. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know if it's I was going to say something that I'm like. We're like assuming that it's real, even though we don't know. <laughs> hey. It sounds real to me. <laughs> Therefore, it say is. Say it with confidence. <laughs> say it with confidence. Anything can be real. Okay. You so- can grow another vagina if you work at it. <laughs> Confident. Did it work? If anything, you can you can grow a second vagina if you work at it. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> um, so the, the sex after pregnancy. Okay. So six weeks, six weeks out, postnatal yeah. sex. Other than the fact that your vagina feels like it's still healing, what's the other yeah. issue that you have seen come up? Um, less energy as the mom. Um, probably the dad, too. But I would say, I'm going to say, for the most part, this is this is more on the woman just um, being so tired. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I realize that the baby wakes up in the middle of the night, and, and it usually wakes up the dad, too. But 
it's different when you when you have to get up, mm-hmm. feed the baby, yeah. put him back down, yeah. him or her, um, multiple times a night. Yeah. And not only that, but you know, they're they're all consuming during the day. Right. So I mean, it's hard. It's really tiring um having a baby. And I think that, you know, the kids are completely consuming. Mm-hmm. So when they go down for bed, you're like, me time. Right. Like maybe don't even touch me because mm-hmm. I've had little hands. Mm-hmm all over me all day right. yeah, like I've pulling my before. hair and jumping on my back and mm-hmm. feeding them I have little hands all over me all the time <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's what so were you funny. saying I interrupted you no that that was pretty much it just yeah. like you're tired and you've been giving of yourself all day and I know it's not just the mom it is the dad I'm not yeah. not giving credit there but I can only speak from a woman's point of view right. and I get tired mm-hmm. I get so tired um and it's really easy to be too tired for sex mm-hmm. all the time. Like, it's too easy. And uh, it's not healthy. But it's, I think it's um, it's a legitimate reason. Maybe not a, you know, good excuse. But I think it's a legit reason. Yeah. Well, and when we're not sleeping, I mean, we're, everything's messed up, right? Yeah. Like, our yeah. fatigue is crazy. We're super emotional mm-hmm. and, and moody. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't talk for every single woman because there probably are some women out there who can who, handle who it. can do it. But, but the not everybody can't. can't. Yeah. I mean, not everything, you know? Like, you can't be the fantastic wife that wants sex all the time and then also, like... I mean, <laughs> the nurturing mom. And- yeah. Well, while I'm saying this, I actually know a handful of girls that are like that. So I'm <laughs> like, like, hold on. Actually, you can- maybe okay, it she is can. possible. <laughs> I mean, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Well, yeah. But personally, I can't. And I, I mean, no one expects you to be like that anyways, Homemaker. except for yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I think we all have these expectations of being awesome, but no one else expects that from us. We yeah. just put it on ourselves. And I think if, if, you know, your husband had the, choice between a clean house or a lot of action in the bedroom you'd probably pick the sex but i think for most girls if they had the option to choose sex or sleep Mm -hmm. they'd probably choose sleep oh yeah and i would kind of hope so yeah (laughs) i mean as a mom like get the sleep that you want no i shouldn't say that just because i feel like there are times when like sex is really life-giving Oh, yeah. I think... You know what I mean? Yeah. I would say the majority of the time, at least, I mean, I think that it's helped my and my husband's relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, feel, we feel closer. We feel more emotionally mm-hmm. um, connected. Um, oh, the same author, that Iris Krasno woman in Sex After, she compared sex to... Well, I don't know what she call it. She called it... Oh, it's right here. She said sex as a bridge of intimacy. And that sounds kind of like cheesy, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're on one side. Right. And the intimacy, which is all encompassing. It's not just sex. It's like right connection mm-hmm. with your husband. And, you know, when you're disconnected, that sucks. So I go know. over the sex bridge yeah. <laughs> to the land of sex connectedness. Bridge. Yeah. Well, no, it's true. I mean, there are times when I'm like, I hate you. Yeah. Um yeah, just and like I'm just being honest because yeah, there are times when I'm like super pissed off mm-hmm. about it, about everything. And then once we have sex, it's like, 
Oh, we're a team again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love you. Team. I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a brat because I'm like, how great we are together. I'm always like, babe, do you ever like hate me? <laughs> you know? And he what goes, you say? well, because there are times when I feel like I'm like, I hate you. Like, yeah. So mad. <laughs> and then, but when I ask him that, because <laughs> I was like, no, never. Yeah. She's like, no, I don't hate you. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I mean, like, oh, wow. I'm such a brat. <laughs> All right, so we've hit um, we've hit what uh, less energy. We've hit what else did we hit? We hit something at the beginning. Oh, pain, pain, um, resentment. We haven't hit, but let's start. Let's go there. So, what okay. about resentment? Yeah, I think um, so especially going from zero babies to one baby. Well, really, every baby, every new baby is a new stage in life, um, and I think. You know, for the woman, if she's, well, no, not even, I was going to say if she's staying home, but staying home or not staying home, she is the, the, the life giver, literally, like, you know, if you're breastfeeding, um, I just think, okay, what am I trying to say? Really, what I'm trying to say is that I think a lot of times women feel like their husband isn't helping out enough mm-hmm. um, because it is all encompassing and it never stops. The job never stops. And it would be. Re- it was really easy for me, especially after the first kid, to be so mad that I had to get up and feed him, mm-hmm. and that my husband didn't because mm-hmm. he didn't have boobs. Yeah, and I was like pissed about that, yeah. which is kind of silly because there's. I mean, unless you know we and we did put it in a bottle, and right. there were a few times that that he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, you know, it's just like. So, anyways, I think resentment can come from um, from maybe the guy feeling like there's there really isn't enough attention spent on him mm-hmm. sexually or really probably anything. Yeah. And the girl's probably pissed because she feels like she's doing all the work. Right. Um, and then, the, you know, often if there's maternity leave or if she's staying home, the guy goes to work and um, has this other life without her, which is what I've got caught feeling. You know, I've caught yeah. myself feeling that where I'm like, my husband goes to work and he, he gets to talk to adults <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is like something so simple that I would never have thought that I would have mm-hmm. taken for granted. But the mm-hmm. fact that he gets to get outside of our four walls right. and away from the children. And that sounds terrible. I love my children. But to get that break emotionally every single day is something that I think I covet. I do. Right. No, that um, makes sense. But there's like this I feel like there's this biological thing that happens like we are made to want to procreate right like we want to have sex we're mammals right and I mean that in the most like respectful way it just that's how we're made like we are made to have children and so we like want it and I think that when well just like how we're more um we're more we're hornier when we're ovulating. ovulating yeah and that's just how it is yeah. you know and then once we have the kids it's like okay well we have these things that we need to take care of and everything becomes focused on them yeah and i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing you know yeah. especially like weeks or a few months into it mm-hmm. i mean and it, it kind of has to be that way right? right i mean they're completely helpless yeah well and i would almost Babies, even go to the point of husbands. saying like if a guy is demanding more after children when the girl is struggling so much to like stay sane. Yeah. Keep her head um, above water. Yeah. Then I kind of feel like he's a jerk. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like, yeah, 
of course you want to have sex. Of course we encourage that. But there is a line of like, give your girl a break, dude. Like she's healing. She's feeding the baby. And she's probably having a hard time. So go do the dishes for her. Yeah. (laughs) Chore play. Chore play. (laughs) And if you don't know what that is, chore play is a new foreplay. Men, get in the kitchen. Get your dusting gloves on, sweep up that floor, help your girl out. We know that you go to work during the day, but so does she. Get those chores done so maybe at night you guys can have more sex. And you know what? Honestly, I feel like that is totally true because for a girl to feel sexy, confident, and free, and if she has so much stuff going on where it's like it's all in her head, she has to do this, this, yeah. this, have to take the kids to this, 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 you know, like, and if she's working on top of that, like outside of the home, yeah, uh, it just, it's like help your girl feel sexy, yeah, desired and free, yeah, and more free spirited. Like, I feel like those people have better sex, anyways, yeah, or sex more often, yeah, those people, <laughs> those people, those free spirited. <laughs> people <laughs> maybe one day i'll be a free spirited person <laughs> no i think you are more than you think you are you think uh-huh i hope because you're way more laid back than you think you are or at least you that's think? how you that's how you come off i hope so my kids would probably be like she's a jerk <laughs> no just kidding oh no maybe not <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible to my children. <laughs> Not really, but I could be a grouch sometimes. <laughs> have, have have your kids walked in on you guys having sex or like been like, Mom? Yes. Yes. No, we have not yet been caught in the act, uh-huh. but we have gotten close. But thankfully, our one of our bedroom doors locks. Mm-hmm. So if it's during the day, we always go in there and lock the door. <laughs> Yet, do they come down and, like, scream at the door yeah. <laughs> or scream, like, that they need something yeah. or one of them hit another one on the head or something and they're, like, screaming outside, which totally kills the mood. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to, like, block that out and that is hard. Mm-hmm. Mom! <laughs> Why is the door locked? Yeah. Mom! <laughs> My kids are always like, what are you doing in there? <laughs> and we're like, ah, I have to help dad. Just get out of here. They're like, why do you always help each other in there? What are you doing? Just scratching each other's backs. <laughs> they're they're going to catch on one day and they'll be like, oh. When darn they're like it. 10 or something. Yeah. They'll be like, help. What? Hmm. Gross. <laughs> Side note, we talked to, or I, I shouldn't say I, my husband talked to my boys about <gasps> sex. And how'd it go? It was it was all right, I think. Well, I wasn't there. I, <laughs> you're like, which I'm kind of thankful for because I think I'd been like, you got ah, this. Um, yeah, like I would have tried to make it sound way <laughs> more cartoony, more than, cartoony than yeah. just real honesty. Yeah, I'm always cartoony, but the my little kids one still think that my breast milk comes from my stomach. Oops. <laughs> but we try to say penis and vagina. Yeah. But for some reason, that don't call it a no-no thing. or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tell them why they're private. But. Okay, well, so let's talk about that. I mean, the reason we say penis and vagina to our kids. Yeah. Honestly, I have not said vagina yet to them, even though I am all about telling your kids the truth. Because if you're not going to tell the, your kids what a penis and vagina is, they're probably going to hear it from a cousin or a friend. For sure. Or some random person. Yeah. And you don't, you want to be the person that they come to ask about sex, yeah. not someone else's friend or yeah. someone, their friend or 
TV or something. Yeah, not another, or YouTube. Yeah. Oh my god, YouTube is so scary. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One of my kids was on it today uh-huh. on his Nintendo, and I was like, "You need to delete that app." <laughs> People put bad things on there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of funny things, yeah. but you can't. I don't know. They're, right. Because the thing that freaked me out, he said he started laughing and was like, "What are all these girls doing on YouTube?" And I was like, "Give it to me!" And thankfully, uh-huh. it was like an innocent music video uh-huh. of a girl. But when he said "girls," uh-huh. I was like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> I know it's so scary because you have scary. to have like settings on there, privacy or whatever the yeah. security yeah. settings. And even then, it's like you have to know you don't know what your kids are watching. Yeah, and they're little. Yeah. Well, even if they're I guess older, you should because. I mean, I try to sometimes be like, okay, YouTube is only for when you're sitting right next to me and we're yeah. watching it together. Yeah, that's smart. But then there's times when they just take the iPad and they're like, do-do-do, yeah. Mario Amiibo, yeah. or like <laughs> Nintendo set, you know? Yeah. Because they yeah. know how to spell the things they love now, like Mario and Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have no idea, like, who in Georgia is doing Mario roleplay and putting it on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That would be interesting. <laughs> Mario roleplay. My husband Princess would be Peach like, and Mario. oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Princess Peach and Mario. And then costume change to Luigi. <laughs> roleplay. Oh, and we will talk about roleplay on another one mm-hmm. of these episodes. Okay, so what so are funny. some... Um, Let's see real quick. Oh, you know what? I had, I had, I had another thing. Or I had um, thought of something else about uh, a reason why. Actually, two more things here. A reason why um, you might not be having or as much sex. Um, and one is, at least for me, being self-conscious over my post-baby body. Uh-huh. Um, w- like, growing up... I never, I mean, not to be like, mm-hmm, but I didn't, I never really had a problem with weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I had my first kid, all of a sudden I did. Yeah. And it wasn't really, I mean, you know, it came off to a point, but it, things were softer and squishier and grabbier yeah. Yeah. than Grabier. usual. <laughs> and it just kind of, it kind of freaked me out. And I wasn't as confident in, as, as I used to be because mm-hmm. it was just kind of like this new normal mm-hmm. and it's great, mm-hmm. but it's, it's different. And I had to get, you know, used to things not being as tone or fit um, or, you know, really, what else was I at here? Well, so, but when you say that, do you think that your husband looked at you and was like, ew, or like no. cared? No, no, no. That anything was different? Nope. And he was always good. He was always good at, you know, telling me that he thought I was beautiful, uh-huh. which I needed. Mm-hmm. I needed that because I didn't really believe it for myself. And if your husband isn't telling you, it doesn't mean that he doesn't think that. Um, I think that often people don't know that other people need to hear things. And I think it's okay to be like, hey, I need to be encouraged in this way. Right. You're married, mm-hmm. and it, maybe it's hard to have those open conversations, but it's time to do it. If you need to hear it, tell him. Yeah. And I think he will. Well, because he know, loves you. And uh, there's times too when I would be like, I'm the same way. I need to hear words of affirmation. Yeah. For my husband. And there's times when I would be like having a meltdown or something, feeling super ugly and being like, why don't you, I feel so ugly. And then in my mind going, why don't you tell me I'm pretty, you know? Yeah, or yeah. Like, but when I talk to him, what he sometimes often has to remind me, not even sometimes, like often says is, I just told you you were beautiful this morning and yeah. you just kind of brushed it off. And I'm like, 
right? Yeah, right. I did because I didn't believe you. Because right. in my mind, I'm like, I'm so overweight. I, I'm so ugly. I'm unattractive. Like, I'm not they're sexy just anymore. That. Yeah, and yeah. then I just like forget that he even said yeah. that. So it's like when he's getting his hand slapped every time he says something nice to me, and I just brush it off like whatever. You're just lying to me. That's you're just true. saying it because yeah. you have an agenda or something. He just not going to want to keep saying it. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I mean, listen to your husband, believe it, Uh you know, believe that he believes that he thinks that. Right. And, um, and believe it yourself and believe it yourself. I saw this exercise somewhere on, I mean, I didn't see it. (laughs) That would be awkward as what the exercise is, but I read it about, um, like looking in the mirror Mm -hmm. naked, like twice a week. Mm -hmm. And okay, okay, I like it. Okay, so far, so good. <laughs> the ball Do rolling. it right now. <laughs> Shirt off, pants up, look in the mirror. Um, and instead of looking at the things that at least I know my eyes would go to, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, my stomach or my butt or, mm-hmm. oh, this place in between my armpit, uh-huh. my, you know, like it, it's chubby. Um, like put those out of your mind and just look at how you were created beautifully. Uh-huh. And especially post-baby, your body grew a human and pushed one out. Like mm-hmm. your body is going to change and it's not bad. It's different, but it's amazing. And it's very feminine. And just look at yourself for how pretty you are. Yeah. Twice a week or more or, or every more. Day. I'm going to do it at least two times a week until <laughs> next. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> until the next podcast. And I'm going to let you know how I feel. Okay. I'm going to ask you about it. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Well, so here's the thing. Katie, um, I feel like a lot of girls feel the same way as us, you know, going, oh, look at all these problem areas. I'm just not as sexy anymore. I don't feel sexy anymore. But there are, and I have run into some girls who after their baby and they like have their big boobs because they're nursing and they have more curves. They're like, I love my body. I love my baby body. I'm like, holy crap. I want to love my baby body too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is kind of a mindset thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're, like if, if our standard of beauty is going oh. to look a certain way, That's good. Yep. then yeah, we're not going to meet up to that. But if yeah. our standard of beauty is us and what we have, what the body that God gave us, even yeah. through the babies and stuff, then it's like, yeah, we are freaking beautiful. Yeah. Because that's what it's, I mean. And it's not prideful to say that. It's no, like I don't think being so. being like, I think it's completely okay to think that you yourself are beautiful yeah i saw on instagram mm-hmm. there's this hashtag love your lines mm-hmm. and i loved it uh, i mean use caution because there are a couple people that like to throw in their naked pictures <laughs> and it has nothing to do with stretch marks and you're like what are you even doing on this hashtag get out of here yeah but for the most part mm-hmm. um it's women just posting pictures of their like stretched out legs and stomachs mm-hmm. and it's really sweet and mm-hmm. like it, empowering to be like you know they they're like my body is housed humans mm-hmm. and i don't look like whoever you know in hollywood um and they probably look like this too because they've had kids mm-hmm. but you know there's airbrushing right. it's just pretty much like celebrating what our bodies have done right and anyways, it's hashtag love your lines i have not posted any of my own <laughs> yet but um Look it up. It's it, it makes you feel good. There was this article that came out too about this um, this lady posted a like her her bikini body and 
to be honest, she looked amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the article, it was, the article was kind of funny. It was kind of a loaded article, but it basically was like, cool, she posted this. Why is this even a big deal? Like, shouldn't it be celebrated anyway? Shouldn't it be a norm that women's normal bodies after having a baby is normal and still beautiful? Right. Like, it had that tone of like, Cool. Yeah, she did it. So what? Like, why is this a why? Too bad it's a big deal. Anyways, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it shouldn't be, but it is. And yeah. so it was just talking about like the culture of all of that yeah. going like, you know, because we there are like love your lines. There's choose beautiful by Dove that Dove campaign that they put out. Oh yeah. Um. Well, actually, that one's kind of different. But like, yeah, the celebrating of. Oh, I don't think I saw that. What is norm? What is normal? Yeah. Is yeah. in, it is interesting. I mean, and it's interesting that we do have to celebrate it and mm-hmm. make it like this thing because there's so much opposition. Yeah. And if people go the opposite way going, oh, like, I can't show my body the way it is now or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense, especially in the, you know, the culture that we're in and the the pop culture that we're fed every day. I mean, you know, it's all over. It's all over everything. It's, you know, television, TV. I mean, um. TV, like social networking. Yeah. When you open your computer, it's always like a pretty girl selling something. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't use kind of like chubby moms selling things. <laughs> <laughs> because in where we are, that isn't the standard, right? right. The social standard right. of beauty. Although, I mean, there's something to say. I mean, I have seen more um, advertising that is geared towards real people. Yeah, more realistic. Yeah. And that is always, I don't, I don't look at them and go, oh my gosh, she's too fat to be on that. No, totally. Thing. Except if I was on it, I would probably think that. Being like, I'm too fat. Oh, what me too. What to say about me? Me too. I'm sorry, <laughs> I shouldn't say chubby moms. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, I'm a chubby mom. That's why I said that. <laughs> Not true. I mean, the, yeah, no, I mean, I probably shouldn't say that either because it makes it sound like I'm, I am happy with myself. I'm just saying I'm more grabbier than I used to be. That's all. <laughs> But you know what, dude? Okay. And that's okay. Honestly, it really is okay. Sometimes guys like something to grab. That's true. You know? Like, instead of, like, the stick skinny. Like a little more like, booty to hold at night. Isn't that the song? <laughs> something like that. Booty for pushing or whatever. <laughs> cushion for the pushing. <laughs> Oops. Is that bad? No. No, I like that one, too. <laughs> um, okay, real quick, too. Let's talk about sex. Okay. Well, so here are the things, like... Of course, we want to be beautiful and love our bodies as they are, but there are certain things that we can do to help Yes, when we are feeling like, blah, Mm -hmm. I don't want sex after the babies. So let's talk about three things that we can do to help us. Three things. Like, I think one of it is to exercise, Mm -hmm. to be active, whether that's walking Weight yeah. training, running, swimming, just being active, that yeah. is going to help with your endurance and stamina. It does, and it's not, I mean, it will, exercise can tone areas, but I don't think that's even what we're talking about. We're talking about, like, the well-being. The part. well-being, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I had, okay, so with my last baby, this does kind of tie into it all together, and mm-hmm. this is another reason I don't, didn't, I should say, want to have sex right after, well, whatever. One thing that I dealt with, this round was postpartum, yeah, and it sucked. Mm-hmm. It's like postpartum just, depression. Yeah, postpartum, um, postpartum depression and anxiety. Like mm-hmm. it just sucked the life out of me. Nothing, nothing was good, and it was really dark for a while mm-hmm. until I got onto medication, mm-hmm. which helped a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But that final push that made me feel even better was exercise, Mm -hmm. Um, was eating healthier because I love McDonald's. (laughs) I really do. I love junk food. I love Cheetos and Coke. Like they made those for me. Uh All of those things were for Katie. Katie's love language. (laughs) It is. I'm like, buy me junk food, food. (laughs) buy me Chips Ahoy. Uh And I can just eat it and uh-huh. eat it and usually not feel sick. Uh-huh. Like, my body is a junk food You're like, sheen. <laughs> it's a blessing. <laughs> it's a blessing. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I'm grabbier. <laughs> I wonder why. But it's like, but I don't feel good mentally. I feel cloudy and I feel tired and lethargic. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe, you know, feel sick to my stomach, but my, my whole well-being is not good. Yeah. And so once I started eating healthier and exercising mm-hmm. on top of mm-hmm. the um, antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Those really helped. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like the final push almost into normalcy, you know? Yeah. Normalcy? Normalcy. Is that the word? All of a sudden it doesn't sound weird. Feeling normal again. Yeah. Um, that helped a ton. Yeah. A ton. Like I was happier and I would even say, I mean, well, just, I was just more joyful. Yeah. And when I don't, like these last four or five days I've mm-hmm. maybe worked out once and I've had a lot of junk food mm-hmm. and I'm just feel like blah again and tired. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel okay, but I, I don't feel good. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things like you don't know how bad you feel until you get out of it. Yeah. yeah and it's that's like true. that fog lifts and then you're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that I could feel this good. Yeah. I thought how I felt before was normal. Yeah. Endorphins play a big part of yeah. that too. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's like, here's the thing. After you have kids, I mean, especially if you have babies or toddlers that don't sleep well, and if you're not sleeping well, then you're stress eating most likely. Yeah. You're extra moody. You're extra emotional. Um, and so really taking care of your body is going to be a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like it is it is one of the hardest things, I think, to get Agreed. into it. You have to have the momentum. You need the support. You need the drive. Um, but it. I like for Katie and I, it's been both life changing to get active. Um, life changing. Oh, and side note, or not a side note, I it I think it makes sex better because mm-hmm. I have way more. Um, is it stamina? Yeah. Or would it be endurance? Both. What is endurance versus stamina? Endurance keeps you going. Okay, so stamina I think is like the uh the power like behind the power. it. Yeah. Like I think the so. energy behind it. Yeah. Both. <laughs> stamina and endurance. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it definitely makes that better for yeah. sex then. I have more of a desire. You are welcome, you, husband. <laughs> I worked out today. You are welcome. <laughs> and actually sex in itself oh, can be yeah. great exercise. Yes. I mean, cardio. <laughs> strength depending on what position you're in oh, dude i saw an article saying that there was they're like sex can be very vigorous exercise for the man but for the lady it could if you're just laying there it's only going to be like three calories a minute <laughs> and i was thinking like yeah that sounds burn about more right calories, get on get top. on top <laughs> or do the um the guys are like yeah you want to burn calories right yeah <laughs> Question, is it harder to orgasm after having a baby? Okay, chore play, foreplay, big deal. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that plays into... Plays into desiring or... Desiring oh, foreplay. And or orgasm. Chore play or foreplay? Oh. <laughs> Both. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. 
all joking aside, and I, well, I wasn't joking about chore play to begin with, <laughs> but now I'm really not joking about yeah. it. I really do. Like, it is a turn on. That sounds weird, but it is a, it's not like, oh, I love a man in, you know, rubber gloves doing the dishes, but it's really like, he's helping me. Mm-hmm. I know he doesn't want to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. He's doing the dishes and it's for me. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it taps me. into my yeah. emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. ugh, whatever that is, but I, I love it. Is and that your love language? Acts of service. Uh-huh. I never thought it was until, um, I think until I started thinking about chore play, <laughs> like today. <laughs> I'm like, oh my word! When it happens, I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's weird. You should encourage him. Be like, when he's like sweeping, be like, oh yeah. I was today because I was like <laughs> chore play and then he needed to, I mean, he was, there was something uh-huh. cereal all over the ground. So then he was just sweeping and then he was like, Hey, chore play. I'm like, yeah, chore play. <laughs> okay. I got to go, but I'll remember this. Yeah. <laughs> Putting that in your chore play bank. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Said women need, okay. So we've, we've hit in regards to, it says uh, women need to take action to regain their sexual self-esteem. And that is um, the exercise we talked about. Okay. Naked mirror gazing at yourself. Okay. Naked mirror gazing. That makes it sound super creepy, but you know what I'm talking about. Naked mirror gazing. (laughs) Um, Exercise can do it. Um, New clothes, lingerie, if you like that. If your husband likes it, awesome. Oh, sex begets sex. What does that even mean? That means the more you have it, the more you want it. Oh, yeah. I read that, and mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Back to the question. You know, you, you just asked, is it harder to orgasm after you've had a baby? Mm-hmm. For me, I actually think it's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's harder with antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally speaking, I would say it's, it's easier. And I think it's – and for me, I think it, I'm less at, in my head when mm-hmm. I'm – um, I think sex pre kids, sex after kids. I think I'm less in my head because, I mean, we've been through more together. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I might not love my body at the time, like I don't know, I don't know. I think it's easier. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think I think about it as much. Yeah, it's um, not like this. Oh, I have to orgasm. I have to orgasm yeah. right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I don't want to like look stupid or whatever. And you're yeah. just like, yeah, but. So, yeah. what was it? Oh, the sex thing. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Is that? Do you think that's true as far as the more sex you have, the more you want it? Oh, yes. I definitely think that's true. And I think it's true the other way, too. Like, the less sex you have, the less you want it. Yeah. We really get, or I personally get stuck in this, like, downward spiral, spiral of, okay, so we haven't had sex. Well, I don't really want sex. And then it's like... I get resentful about it. Yeah. For whatever reason. Like, oh, well, he doesn't desire me. Whatever. Like. Yeah. That sounds super unhealthy, but that's just kind of how it has been sometimes Mm -hmm. in in some seasons. But, but then when you want, or when we have sex, like there's so many times when I'm like, oh, now I want it again. Like, yeah. You know, 20 minutes after. Yeah. Or just like later that day. Yeah. Like gets you going. Mm -hmm. Well, and so here's the thing. Like we've touched on this before, but remember when we used to talk about like when girls want to get ready for their guys to come home to to, like masturbate before. Yeah. Or like to get, or to get, you know, dialed up or whatever you would call it. Yeah. Riled up. Yeah. Like get yourself going almost. Yeah. 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 Riled up. 
Pre-funk? Pre-funk. Some sexting. pre party. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's like, here's, I don't know. I feel like it's easier for guys to get horny, right? Or yeah. to like get ready. Yeah. I feel like for the most part, it's a little bit harder for women to get yeah. themselves ready. Well, I think it's we're a little more emotionally charged too. Mm-hmm. Not that they aren't. Yeah. Because they are. Oh, wait. I wanted to ask you about yeah. the whole orgasming after, after baby. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember it took forever to get me off after, after the baby. baby. <laughs> really? I mean, he committed, <laughs> oh. you know, but <laughs> in it to win it. But it's like, for some reason, no, I mean the first time, yeah, it took a long time, even though there was like so much pent up energy. I think I, it was, it just had been so long that yeah. we did anything remotely intimate. And so I was just like in my head and then I just seemed to chill out. But yeah. No, I mean, it's good. I think it's almost, I'm not, I feel like as we grow older together, I'm less inhibited yeah, and less um, intimidated by, intimidated by um, just having sex. Like, it's just yeah. different once you've been married a while. Yeah. It's way more like. Comfortable. It's more comfortable and. I trust him more. Yeah. So we're able to be more vulnerable with each other. Yeah. Which translates to me to really good sex. Yeah. Or better, you know? Yeah. Which also translates to, I mean, just happier relationship. Let's say you are still healing after six weeks. Mm -hmm. Some women, it takes, you know, four months or whatever. What are things you can do um, that are intimate or like even sexually intimate Mm -hmm. without having intercourse? Well, okay, so there's a couple things. You can give him oral sex. Mm-hmm. You can give him, what's it called? A blowjob. Blowjob. <laughs> is, there, is there a... There is. I, I can only think of... Fellatio? Fellatio. That's right. I was going to say, the girls is cunning, cunning, cunnilingus. Which I hate that word. It sounds so like, I don't, I don't know. But fellatio, it almost sounds like a flower. Fellatio. I'm going to go plant fellatio. some fellatios. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I, you could. I think you mean irises. And I almost, you know, I almost would encourage people to do that. Yeah. To like take care of your husband, you know, like. Yeah. And you have these beautiful big boobs that have milk in them, and he probably wants to look at them <laughs> because they're huge. <laughs> and more, I would say, I don't know. I didn't take a poll myself, but I'm going to guess nine out of 10 guys mm-hmm. aren't going to care if. If they leak here and there, mm-hmm. not that they're going to be like, oh yeah, like, but I think that mm-hmm. they're, you know, for me, I'm like, I'm not taking my bra off. Yeah. And I, that's, that's not super sexy. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Keeping myself clothed yeah. from the top, you know, I'm just saying like, yeah. free your boobs. Free your, yeah. Okay. That's I like, saying. free, free your, boobs. your boobs. That's a hashtag. <laughs> hashtag free your boobs. Also check out free your, just kidding. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't. That's going to go bad real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that was a joke. <laughs> Don't check out for your boobs. <laughs> um, I've also heard from a friend of mine was telling me that her doctor was kind of like, yeah, don't have sex, you know, within those six weeks of having a baby. But if like she was kind of like, but, you know, you can do other stuff as long as nothing like goes in there and yeah. like penetrates you or there's no like sperm that goes in there. Do you think you could do anal Oh my for god! For those who would be up for Where it, where did that come from? Um, I was not expecting you to say that <laughs> at all. 
<laughs> I let's mean, just let's jump go. in. Let's just <laughs> jump in. Yeah. What's something you can do for your husband? Offer him anal. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, oh, I don't know because if you teared, oh, then that's true. You could, you could yeah. I'm, you pr- <laughs> I'm guessing a doctor would probably say maybe keep things outside the orifices yeah. of your body. Or there's another option. Someone Down I've seen there. this on like sex toy. Um, websites uh-huh. and there's this thing called I, I don't know what it's called but it's basically a sleeve that feels like a vagina and it's like made out of rubber or some kind of like um oh so it's like a masturbation it's like yeah but oh, but if, a girl can <laughs> or you could just give him a hand job anyway too bad you can't see my uh <laughs> motion hand motion He's doing i'm like it. you know <laughs> well and i've i I'll read reviews <laughs> keep doing it why do you keep doing it i don't know it's kind of like a it's a fun action what if you just started using that in regular conversations you know okay you know how like a side note probably won't use this but you know how like when um people are, are talking about something stupid then they do like the the masturbation kind of like and then they kind of explode it out with their hand <laughs> I remember guys who do that in high school all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> They'd be like, ah. Uh. But my friend and I were like, what are they doing? And she's like, I don't know, rolling dice? <laughs> I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, rolling the dice. <laughs> I don't know how that makes sense, but. <laughs> it's like playing roulette or something. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing like, dice, duh. <laughs> it does kind of look like that. Yeah. And then the cop pulled me over for the stupidest reason. Roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> So you can do fellatio? No. Fellatio? Fellatio. Yes. Hand job. Yep. Sleeve job. Yep. Or, okay, what would you say to the, hey, just take care of it yourself, buddy? <laughs> job. <laughs> um, you know, I think, okay, for me, I believe there's a time and place for that. Like, I... I I know in some relationships it crosses a a line and a boundary, but I think that per marriage, Mm -hmm. people are going to feel differently. Like my look on it is that if we're away from each other for, I mean, even a night or for whatever, like, you know, phone sex and like sexting, like those are super fun. But even like if we can't get a hold of each other. But I also feel like that, I mean, it it is couple by couple, individual by individual, because some people can't handle it. I agree you know, with like that it too. gets way, it can go down a slippery slope really yeah. fast. Yeah. Or it can turn into something bad real yeah. fast. Um, yep. But, but I mean, it's, it's your business, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the couple's business. It's not like no one else can make this decision for you yeah. whether masturbation is off limits or not in, yeah. a, in a marriage. Yeah. Um, and we totally, we talked about that before in one of our old, mm-hmm. old episodes too. If you want to buy mis- well, <laughs> here's the thing though. Okay, so like sex sleep. is made to like unify us, right? Yeah. And there's so many positive things that comes out of having sex mm-hmm. for the marriage. Yeah. That it's like to me, I feel like it should be it should be a uniting thing. Yeah. Instead of a selfish thing. Yeah. And so that's why I'm that's why I would lean towards don't masturbate just like do it together if you're going to do it like right. let him look at you while he masturbates or be in the room not like in the other <laughs> corner of the room like on your phone <laughs> you know but like be available for I'll him be like here. be eye candy or something yeah. you know like yeah. 
Um, and so everyone's different. Just be free, man. Yeah. Like, with your husband. And remember, sex really does, like, sex begets. <laughs> Such mm-hmm. a proper way to say it. The more sex you have, the more sex you want. I mean, it, so sometimes it's, you just have to do it even when you don't want to, to get it going. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And that is okay. Yeah. Usually, even if you're, I mean, not in the mood at the beginning, halfway through or halfway, you'll be in the mood. Yeah. Just, you know, get into it. Yeah. Well, you can visit us at freesexpod.com. You can find us on Facebook mm-hmm. at Free Sex Podcast. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Free Twitter. Sex Pod. At Free Sex Pod. At Free Sex Pod. And send in all your questions and your concerns if you have them to hello at freesexpod.com.com.